a broken friendship. Our text for tonight is the verse 39. Regarding Paul and Barnabas, we read, and the contention was so sharp between them that they departed asunder one from the other. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed on the Cyprus. We have before us perhaps one of the saddest incidents recorded in Scripture. It is the record of a fallout between two friends, Paul and Barnabas. The two brethren had come through a lot together as they fervently and faithfully <coughs> served the Lord on the mission field. We remember Barnabas. His name means the son of consolation. We remember that Barnabas befriended Paul. <coughs> when no one else would Acts 9 verse 27 when no one else would we read those lovely words but Barnabas took him from that time on they became inseparable friends serving the Lord and supporting one another in the work being sent out from Antioch as missionaries we see first of all they preached the word together Acts 13 verse 5 and when they were in Salamis they preached the word of God in the synagogue they preached the word of God we look there in our reading Acts 15 verse 35 Paul and Barnabas Paul also and Barnabas continued in Antioch preach, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also so we see how this friendship developed and grew <coughs> they preached the word that was repeated over and over everywhere Paul and Barnabas were found whatever town or city they were in they both preached the word of the Lord and of course with the preaching of God's word there's always opposition always opposition and Paul and Barnabas were no exceptions to that for as well as preaching the word together they were persecuted together for we read Acts 13 verse 50 the Jews raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them out of their coast so they preached together they were persecuted together and no doubt because Paul was the chief speaker most of the hatred and anger was focused on him but 
Barnabas was the loyal friend of Paul he never left him he went through that persecution with him standing shoulder to shoulder with his friend Paul the Apostle he was indeed as we read in Proverbs 17 verse 17 he was indeed that friend born for adversity and I have no doubt that their friendship was further strengthened when the two brethren prayed together they preached together they were persecuted together and they prayed together there they were able to encourage one another and bear one another's burdens in prayer that's where true friendship is forged when brethren and sisters can come together and pray together and beholding the two brethren and all that they had been through together you would say that the two men were inseparable inseparable but then sadly things took a turn in the relationship between Paul and Barnabas the friendship did come to a sad and a sudden end for here we see the broken friendship of two great men how did it all happen how did it all come about how did the friendship fall apart and the two brethren went their separate ways well first of all let's consider the desire of Paul as so often happens when friendships are broken it's very often begins with something that's innocent something that's innocent enough as it did here look at verse 36 <coughs> and some days after Paul said unto Barnabas let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do you would say there was nothing contentious in that suggestion and what Paul desired to do regarding this desire notice first of all it was a shared desire Paul shared his desire with his friend Barnabas for as we have seen they had shared many things together as they served the Lord sure isn't it good to have a friend that you can share matters with that you can share your burdens with well Paul had such a friend in Barnabas David king of Israel had such a friend in Jonathan the son of Saul 
For we are told in 1 Samuel 18 and verse 1, And Jonathan loved him. Jonathan loved David as his own soul. And because of his love and his friendship with David, he shared with him what his father planned to do to David. Had there not been this love between the two brethren, Saul would have gone out and killed David. That was his intention, but because of Jonathan's friendship with David, loved him as his own soul. He revealed his father's plans to David. And because of the love between Barnabas and Paul, Paul did not hesitate to share with Barnabas what his plans were, what his desire was. He shared it with, why? Because he was his friend. They'd been together for some time now. And they'd been through a lot. And so, it was a natural thing for Paul to do, to share with Barnabas what his desire was. Just as every Christian has a friend. A friend that sticketh closer than a brother. That's right. A friend that loveth at all times. A friend with whom we can share all things. And that friend is the Lord Jesus Christ. What a friend we have in Jesus all our sins and griefs to bear what a privilege to carry everything to him in prayer and share our innermost feelings with Christ but here's Paul and he shared his desire with his friend Barnabas not only a shared desire it was a sincere desire We see how sincere Paul was about wanting his friend Barnabas to go with him on the second missionary journey. Look at verse 36 again. And some days after, Paul said unto Barnabas, Let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. Look at the words that Paul used. He used the word us, let us go. Then he said, and visit our brethren. And then he said, in every city where we have priests, we are and us. Does that not speak to us of a desire that was sincere? It wasn't the case of Paul saying, Barnabas, will you come with me? No. No, Paul said, let us go. 
and visit our brethren in every city where we have priests. Now there were other disciples there. There were other disciples there. But Paul wanted Barnabas to go with him. As Paul later spoke to the believers at Colossae, Paul there said of the believers they were to be knit together in love. Colossians 2, verse 2. Knit together in love and without a doubt that was the friendship that existed between Paul and Barnabas. In fact, from the moment, from the moment they met, when Barnabas took Paul, when no one else would take him, from that moment on, it seemed as though they were inseparable. Everywhere, up until this point, everywhere you read about Paul, you read about Barnabas. And wherever you read about Barnabas, you read about Paul. They were two dear friends. And certainly it seemed that's the way Paul wanted it to be. When he said, let us go and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord. Sincere. It was shared this desire of Paul. Notice also it was spiritual. It was spiritual. This was so typical of Paul. Always thinking about the spiritual welfare of others. As we've just read there in verse 36. Let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do what did Paul mean see how they do when they preached the word sinners were saved there were many conversions and Paul wanted to go and see how they do were they growing in grace were they going on with God? That's what Paul had upon his heart. And Paul knew that his friend Barnabas would feel exactly the same way. He would be interested as well. And this teaches us it's not enough to see souls saved. But we need to follow up and see how they do we need to follow up a new converts and see if they're growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ there needs to be a growth a growing in grace if a child is born into this world and that dear child doesn't grow or that dear child doesn't have a hunger for milk they'll be taking that child to the doctor the hospital to find out there's something wrong likewise 
when a sinner is born again they are children in the faith and they need to grow is not what Peter said desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby that's what Paul was interested in let's go and visit our brethren and see how they do see if they're growing in grace see if they have a love for the word <coughs> see what spiritual growth can be seen in them and how important it is to follow up with new converts those who have just got saved to see are they reading the word are they studying the word are they coming out to hear the word to see if they're praying and attending their places of worship that's what it is to grow in grace I remember when Roy and I were saved church in Tandragee started off with the morning service and afternoon meeting it would have been easy for us just to sit at home at night but no you wanted to go somewhere to hear the word and even during the week you made inquiries are there any gospel missions on are there any special meetings on in any of our churches you wanted to hear the word why because there was a hunger in your heart for the word there was a thirst for the things <coughs> of God and Paul said to Barnabas let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word and see how they do are they growing in the things of God that's important for every Christian even to ask themselves am I growing in grace am I going on with God have I made any spiritual progress from the moment I was born again so we've seen the desire of Paul that leads, led to the disagreement with Paul the disagreement with Paul while Paul's mind and thoughts were on the new converts who had been saved under his ministry and the ministry of Barnabas we find that Barnabas's thoughts were elsewhere they were elsewhere Barnabas' thoughts and priorities were laid in another area. Notice first of all, regarding the disagreement, notice the proposal. Barnabas gave his response to Paul's proposal and plan. Verse 37. And Barnabas, so Barnabas now responds to Paul's words that we have in verse 36. And Barnabas determined to take with them John, 
His surname was Mark. Barnabas gave his response to Paul's proposal and plan. While Paul shared his thoughts with Barnabas, unfortunately Barnabas adopted a very different attitude. And this is sad to read. Remembering Barnabas was the son of consolation. Barnabas was an encourager. Again, Barnabas was the one who took Paul under his wing, as it were, when nobody else wanted anything to do with Paul. As far as Barnabas was concerned, John Mark was going with them. Paul didn't mention John Mark. Paul just said, let us go and visit those, our brethren, in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. Paul never mentioned John Mark, but then the next verse, Barnabas determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark. Barnabas you look at the words there Barnabas was not going to discuss the matter you might look at Barnabas and say brother what has got into you this is not you this is completely out of character this seems to be completely out of character for Barnabas But then we know that the best of men are only men at best. And we see here how true that was with Barnabas. Notice the different attitude of the two men. <clears throat> Barnabas determined to take with them John whose surname was Mark now look at what Paul said Paul said verse 38 and Paul thought not good to take him with them notice the difference Barnabas determined to take John Mark Paul thought it not good. There's the difference in the two men. Barnabas determined to take John Mark, but on the other hand, Paul thought about it. It's as if Barnabas rushed into this, oh, we're going to take John Mark with us. He hadn't thought about the things Paul had thought about with regard to John Mark as we'll see in a moment Barnabas determined to take John Mark but Paul thought it not good he thought about it Barnabas rushed into it but Paul thought about it one thought the other was determined 
it was as if Barnabas was not prepared to listen to reason. He was determined. John Mark was going with them. <coughs> Proverbs 14, verse 29. Solomon said, He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding. But he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. Let's read those words again. He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding. That's Paul. Paul giveth some thought and some understanding. But he that is hasty, Barnabas was hasty. But he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. And what a terrible shame that this friendship was now in danger of being broken up. Oh, if only Barnabas had to put into his own mind and his own thoughts and his own heart those words of Solomon. Maybe the friendship could have been saved. Just as James has said, James 1 verse 19, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, but slow to speak, slow to wrath. Barnabas would have been better listening to Paul rather than immediately being determined John Mark is coming with us Paul gave thought if only Barnabas would have heeded those words let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak slow to wrath the friendship could have been saved Is not true of many friendships that have been broken over the years. Swift to hear. Not adapt the attitude of Barnabas who was determined to bring John Mark with him. But better to adopt Paul's attitude for Paul thought. It's not good. As well as the proposal, we see the person. When we say the person, we're speaking about John Mark. Why was Barnabas so determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark? Well, we go back to chapter 12 of Acts, where we are introduced to John Mark Acts 12 and verse 12 Peter has been released from prison by an angel and where did he go to? <coughs> verse 12 Acts 12 and when he had considered the thing 
He came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark. There he is. Where many were gathered together praying. So John Mark certainly came from a good background and a good home. Because they were holding prayer meetings in his house for Peter who was in jail and they didn't realize that the Lord had already answered prayer and there was Peter at the door but it shows us something about John Mark and the kind of home he came from and his background Mary mentioned here in Acts 12 and verse 12 was the sister of Barnabas Mary was the sister of Barnabas how do we know? Colossians chapter 4 and verse 10 Aristarchus my fellow prisoner saluted you and Marcus sister son to Barnabas now here's something interesting you read the rest of the verse Marcus sister's son to Barnabas touching whom ye receive commandments if he come unto you receive him Paul didn't hold any hard feelings against John Mark if he comes unto you receive him and you read over in 2 Timothy 4 and you'll read about John Mark again and Paul says bring John Mark with you for he's profitable unto me so while Paul did not want John Mark to go with them Paul didn't throw John Mark on the scrap heap as it were no there was a work for John Mark to do later on but on this occasion Paul did not want John Mark to come with them. He had given it some thought. Barnabas had been determined to bring him. So no doubt, the fact that Barnabas was the uncle of John Mark had something to do with his decision. Had something to do with his determination. That's my nephew. I want to bring him with me. I want us to bring him with us on this missionary journey. There is an old saying that blood is thicker than water. But here's an example of that. Because Barnabas and John Mark were blood relations. That's why he wanted John Mark to go with him. And that's why he showed such determination. Isn't it a shame that Barnabas allowed family to come between him and agreeing with Paul's proposal? He allowed family, listen, he allowed family to come between the both of them and the Lord's work turn to Matthew chapter 10 
Matthew 10. <coughs> Matthew 10, and there we read verse 37. The Lord told his disciples, He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. Well, that could be applied to Barnabas here. The Lord was saying, don't put family before the Lord's work. Don't put family before, between you and me, the Lord said. You're to love me more than mother, father, son, or daughter. You're to love me more than any member of your family. You're to take up your cross and follow me. But unfortunately, Barnabas was putting his nephew before the Lord's work. Because rather than give priority to the spiritual needs of others, he plans for his nephew. He plans for John Mark. And that brought about the breaking up of the friendship. It's sad. As well as the proposal and the person we have the past mentioned here. Paul was reluctant about bringing John Mark with them because of his past. Look at verse 38. But Paul thought not good to take him with them. Who? Now Paul here gives his reason to Barnabas why he thought it not good to bring John Mark with them. Paul thought not good to take him with them. Who departed from them? From Pamphylia and went not with them to the work. Just look carefully at those words. Paul was referring here to that incident recorded back in Acts 12. You just turn to Acts 12. Verse 25. <coughs> and Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they fulfilled their minister and took with them John, whose surname was Mark. So that's when John Mark joined Paul or Saul and Barnabas. <coughs> now go to the next chapter, chapter 13. Look at verse 13. Now when Paul and his company loose from Paphos they came to Perga in Pamphylia 
and John departed from them returning to Jerusalem he left them if you like he deserted them he had been doing well while he was with them he served the both of them but then something happened and John Mark deserted them left them and returned to Jerusalem and why did Paul not want John Mark to go with them? because he didn't want the same thing to happen that's why he had given us some thought Barnabas was thinking about John Mark but look at the words in verse 13 of chapter 13 who went back who went not with them to the work Paul was thinking about the work and John Mark had left the work when he returned to Jerusalem he left the work he deserted the work he abandoned the work and that's what Paul was thinking about and Paul was saying I don't want the same thing to happen I don't want John Mark to leave the work again and that's why he thought it not good to bring John Mark with them granted, granted Barnabas perhaps wanted to encourage his nephew after the failure but Paul thought this was not the time nor the place for encouraging the man who let them down before again Paul must put the work first that we see that he <coughs> was prepared to put the work <coughs> before his friendship with Barnabas Paul could have said well to preserve our friendship I'll let you bring John Mark but he didn't do that because Paul was thinking about the work and he didn't want John Mark going with him and then deserting the work again and here's Paul and he put the Lord's work before his friendship with Barnabas then that shows the burden Paul had for God's work we have considered the desire of Paul the disagreement with Paul that brings us now to the departure from Paul here indeed it's a very sad picture a picture of two friends and we have seen tonight what they had been through and what they had done together and how they served the Lord together and here we have a record of them going their different ways here we have the breaking up of friends 
and verse 39 and the contention was so sharp between them that they departed the sunder one from the other and so Barnabas took Mark and sailed on the Cyprus the contention it makes sad reading doesn't it to good friends the contention was so sharp between them so here we have the contention <coughs> and you might imagine that word contention is a very strong word the word means a sharpening of feelings that's what the word means it means a sharpening of feelings in other words neither of the two brethren were willing to give way the word also this word contention this word also has reference to irritation and so you get the picture that the two men became irritated but this disagreement that there was between them their companionship had ended their friendship was broken and their partnership was no more I tell you that makes sad reading here we see as such a division can happen to the very best of men they can fall out but we should remember when we're looking at this division and looking at this break up of this friendship we should always remember Paul was thinking about the work of the Lord at all times and he was prepared to put the Lord's work before his friendship with Barnabas Turn over to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10. 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 10. <coughs> Paul says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it hath been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by some which are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. Sad situation. And there was here this contention between Paul and Barnabas. Unfortunately, Paul and Barnabas were not of the same mind. <coughs> and that led to contention among them. Let us look at these words in this incident. And let us as believers 
Let us be warned. Let us be alert. We know how the devil goeth about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. That's his business, to try and divide believers. And when we look at this here, let us guard against such division among friends. If Barnabas had been thinking of the Lord's work as Paul was, if Barnabas had been thinking about the Lord's work, then that contention would not have developed. And Paul and Barnabas would have been friends till their end of days. Let us remember the words of our Saviour over there in Mark's, Matthew's Gospel. Matthew chapter 5. And verse 44. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father, which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. That's the Lord's instruction for us as believers. And of course that's how the dear Saviour lived. That's how he lived. Some may say, oh, a broken friendship has never happened to me. But it happened to two very spiritual men, Paul and Barnabas. The contention, and lastly, the choice. It would appear that they both chose to part the one from the other. It reminds us of another friendship that was broken. Abraham and Lot. Because their herds men were in a dispute one with the other, and Abraham said, But better, better if we parted than that dispute affect you and I. And so Lot departed from Abraham. So we see the best of men, even relatives as with Abraham and Lot can experience broken friendships as Paul and Barnabas did but with this I'll close for each believer here we have a friend who will never depart from us No matter what we do, 
no matter how often we fail him again that verse in Proverbs 17 17 Christ is a friend who loveth at all times yes we grieve them every day their disobedience our lack of love but he still loves us he doesn't love us any less because of our failures he's the friend who loveth at all times there'll never be a broken friendship between Christ and you and I praise the Lord and the Lord bless his word to our hearts this evening let's bow in prayer <laughs> oh our dear Lord we know when we turn to thy word we see many lessons that we need to learn and surely Lord there is one here in what took place between Barnabas and Paul we know Lord that Paul went on to serve thee and we read over and over again what he did And yet we very seldom come across Barnabas. O oh Lord, help us all to put the Lord first. May he be first in our lives. King of my life. I cry thee now. Thine shall the glory be lest I forget thy thorn crying bride lead me to Calvary dear Lord write this word upon our hearts may we learn from it this evening bless us now our fatherless we leave the Lord's house after another Sabbath day grant us all children mercy and again, Lord, be pleased to keep us all healthy and well. And keep us safe. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide and remain with us now till the day breaks and the shadows all flee away. Amen.